Welcome to No Rules to Live By, where we weigh the rules we adopt and shed to live a fulfilled and balanced life. So welcome to No Rules to Live By. Today we are talking about love the most important topic, and specifically love as it surrounds Valentine's Day and the different ways to celebrate it, the different expectations around it, the celebrations, the disappointments, the celebration of romantic love, platonic love, and self-love. For sure. (laughs) I feel like every year is different. Like, you're always in a different place when this holiday comes around, and it's kind of funny because even though it is a man-made holiday built for capitalism, I'm pretty sure. Are there any roots to this other than Calmark? I mean, there's, like, the story of, like, St. Valentine's, but it's not really a romantic tale, so yes. I think it's still, it bugs me every year because it, like, it does get under my skin, no matter what. I feel like I'm always, I always like have these expectations and then I like get myself all worked up and then, yeah, it's just like kind of a pain in the ass. You gotta just like, I don't know, that's just me. Um, what about you? Honestly, I'm just really grateful for how free I feel this Valentine's Day. I just don't have any emotional charge around the holiday at all. That's good. I do. (laughs) (laughs) And good thing that Will can show up for it. He's trying. It's hard. I'm a a moving target. Yeah. I think that I've had a lot of different types of Valentine's Days. I've had Valentine's Days where I've had boyfriends I've had Valentine's days where I'm single I've had Valentine's days where I felt so loved and so special um and I've had Valentine's days where I felt like I was pulling my partner's teeth to get them to celebrate in any way or even make a dinner reservation and I think that that's where it's really important to communicate your expectations if you are in a relationship um but I think that one of the biggest blights of valentine's day is that it puts all of this pressure around being romantic and having someone show up for you in a specific way that you're expecting but life is really it's about showing up in the little moments as much as the big moments like notice how he shows up for you every single day if he isn't you know, man or woman, if they aren't making you feel special every day, like, it's not it, you know? You don't want to use Valentine's Day similarly if they treat you not well or it's not living up to your expectations or you're bored in your relationship, but they are able to show up and put on a beautiful performance for Valentine's Day. You don't want to use that to make excuses or, you know, kind of turn a blind eye the other 364 days of the year so yeah and I think it's also really normal to feel like 
disappointed. You want someone to show up for you and make you feel like you're valued. And that's really on you to communicate in some degree, but also like notice how you feel because notice how you feel on Valentine's Day and notice how you feel every single day of the year because you don't want to be constantly making excuses and like gaslighting yourself that the way that you're treated is okay like oh he's just like really busy with work and like you know he got a stain on his shirt yesterday and like so (laughs) you know it's really easy to make excuses for people um but how you feel is really important and that's not on valentine's day that's on just relationships in general and noticing what your expectations are how people are showing up for you communicating that and seeing if you're able to have you know your needs met and i say relationships and i kind of separate the expectations and the requirements of a relationship and the work that it takes in a relationship separated from love. Um, I think that on some level, they're different topics. But Valentine's Day puts an unnecessary strain and emphasis on what I really love to celebrate, which is love. Like love is so abundant and beautiful and it's fun. And, you know, this Valentine's Day, I am single. And I had this moment the other day where someone was talking to me about Valentine's Day. And I just felt so blissed out that I am so free. Like, I have chosen not to play games, not to allow any sort of mistreatment. And I know very cognitively that if I had wanted to be married with kids at this point, I totally could have done that. But, and I do still want that more than anything, but not at the cost of playing it small, being in the background, being the sidekick of a partner, um, and knowing really how I want someone to show up for me, how I want someone to care for me, to worship me, and not accepting anything less. And so this Valentine's Day, like, I really am so grounded in the love that I create in my life every day and I am so generous with my love and in that I receive so much more love than I've ever allowed myself to receive and I'm not in a relationship. I love that. Yeah. I'm actually like one of the things I'm most excited about this week is I'm going out to um, for martinis with two of my best friends out here in Connecticut, one of which just had a baby. And so this is like her first time leaving, like literally leaving the house since she had her daughter and we're going to go get martinis and Darianne and I'm pumped because, uh, yeah, it is, it's just, it's all about the love, um, and just getting people together. Um, but, but yeah, I do, I don't know. I think for me, I think what I like found myself coming, like kind of coming up for me this week was just like old habits on those like you want like this perfect plan and and for someone that's like in a relationship I think you always have these like expectations on like this is the day where this going to be like really romantic and perfect and to your point um like communicating it is so important but also I found that I was just kind of being like a crazy person this week I was like I want nice letters and I want to watch a rom-com and I want to stay in and order sushi but I also ordered heart-shaped 
pasta and maybe we could make some type of sauce with it. But I also want to go to a restaurant I've never been to and have a different experience. But I want it to be close to home. But I also want to go to my favorite Italian restaurant. But I can't decide. So you decide. (laughs) (laughs) You're nuts, but I love you. It's like the deeply rooted. It's like the teenager in me that was like you know that wanted a boyfriend like for so long and like wanted to have cool plans for so long that now that i'm like have a partner and can i'm like okay now we have to do something like really fucking cool yeah and i think that's fair and i think it's good to both like acknowledge and nurture your inner teenager and also you do deserve to be spoiled because that's like you know people talk about like masculine feminine polarity where i honestly i won't even in just dating, I will not accept a date. Like if someone on an app is like, hey, like, yeah, I, you've never met me. You kind of are like still proving yourself. And they're saying, oh, like, do you want to like hang out? Like when, like what works for you? Like, you know, what neighborhood do you want to go to? Like, oh, like what are you, what kind of food? No, like tell me, hey, I made a reservation here at seven. Does that work? Like, that's what I want, like, decisiveness. And I think that is so hot and so attractive in a man and is kind of, like, a new standard for that's been set for me. And so I think that it's obviously different when you're, by the time you're married and you're, like, communicating about, hey, like, how are we going to celebrate, like, our sixth Valentine's Day together? It's kind of different, but you still But not necessarily. Like, it shouldn't have to be. You should always be dating, right? Like, there should always be... Like an element of that. Um, there is an element of, you know, expecting romance um, in the sense that you want to do something and have it be this memorable experience. And I think that's kind of a natural impulse because there's that weight on it. So even if, you know, the thing that you usually do is actually what you really want to do, I think that because of the societal weight on the day, it kind of puts out this like, oh, like, we're going to do something wild and crazy. But that, you know, that being said, I've had exes plan gorgeous Valentine's Days and then, you know, kind of have that be, like, on other days where they weren't treating me very well, kind of use that, like, oh, but do you remember this, like, really cool, uh, you know, tasting menu dinner and show we went to? Like, was that not enough for you? I'm like, no, oh, no, that was awesome. And it's not enough to keep me in a relationship with you, (laughs) you know? So it's like putting one day isn't, doesn't make a relationship. Every day makes the relationship. So true. Yeah. It's, it really is true. And it, and it's not even a real holiday. So it's like, it's just like being a girl, like I just can't. And I think a lot of it is just like the conditioning. Um, So I have to like, just remind myself, like you just remind yourself of that, that it is, not a big thing it is like not a big deal um and if you're not gonna embrace the positives of it then just like pretend it's not even a thing and like when i was single it being really hard sometimes like just seeing the people that had dates or i think what i really remember was working in an office and having people get roses to their desks that was always like why not me (laughs) i'm just like my female coworker is getting like bouquet of rose, bouquets of rose, bouquets of chocolates, chocolates. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck, this sucks. Um, 
So yeah, I, I definitely have been there um, for sure. Flowers are interesting in that, um, you know, they are kind of, I've had people say that they don't like flowers because they don't last and they die. And I think that's pretty negative because I think that flowers are like beauty and nature in life. And um, I love getting flowers. Yeah, it kind of comes back to like the love languages, which are controversial because I know there definitely are more than just five. But but I think a lot of times too with guys, it's just a simple, like it's like you just forget or just don't even care. Um, which is also hurtful. And sometimes, but sometimes too, like I find with men and every, like they just, they aren't mind readers and they don't know and they need guidance. And so I can't tell you how many boyfriends I've driven mad trying to like ha have them figure out like what's in my head without even just spelling it out for them clearly. And it was like lesson after lesson after lesson. And then like finally with Will, I just am really clear on like, this is what I want. Sometimes I can be a little crazy and change what I want like 10 times, which I totally did this week. Um, and he's just like, my wife is an insane person, but like, we're going to roll with it. Yeah. And I mean, I think that there is a level of expected, expecting to be treated and, you know, be a little spoiled. Like, I think that's an okay expectation of like, oh, I really would love my partner to spoil me a little, even in little ways, you know, a box of chocolates. But I also think that as far as kind of making the same mistakes throughout relationships, it's, you know, on more on attachment than love languages. But if there's one thing I know about relationships for sure, it's that you will continue to reenact your wounds until you decide that you're going to love those parts of yourself. And that's where I think self-love is so important and there's so many little ways that you can just love on yourself every day but especially on parts of you that have attachment wounds that have you know different types of relational baggage until you decide that you're gonna love those parts of you those parts that you want to hide you know you're going to keep reenacting them and uh, and trying to find people who poke those same wounds in you. Um, and I, I recently had an experience where I was dating someone and I kind of had this moment where I snapped out of it and I kind of delved into this uh, existential kink means of healing that part of myself that I didn't love yet. And so I took this perceived rejection and it made me kind of crack open into this whole other layer of self-love of, wow, that version of me that just so, so badly wants to be accepted, wants to be loved, feels any sort of shame for the ways I have previously behaved in relationship and just like loving the heck out of myself so like that part of you Alicia that is feeling maybe judged for being like changing her mind like no, like that's a part of you that also needs to be seen and loved and like not judge not judge that part of yourself but like 
love the part of you that wants this to be just as you want it to be and have that be okay and even be turned on by it being like yeah you know what i'm bossy i'm a bossy brat <laughs> isn't that hot of me <laughs> yeah i know just the way i like it yeah um i think too is like when you meet the right person you obviously can like be your whole self and are like fully accepted like i think something for me that came up a lot in my like younger relationships is I'm just like such a nurturer and I am, I am like, um, you really are. I do know what I like. And I, you know, my siblings always make fun of me that I always get my way. And I think like that came up in relationships a lot when I was younger that where that didn't work for someone else. Like that wasn't the way like they wanted to get their way. And, and I've obviously had to like learn and adjust and mature and chill out. But, um, when you meet the right person, like it fits like a glove and, like the right person yeah. like wants all my nurturing and all my love and all my affection and like loves that I made like 10 different plans and then like thought about it for a week and had like a bunch of different reservations and project managed the whole thing like that's just my energy and like for some people that's crazy but for some people that's like for the right person aka my husband um like he loves it and he's just like laughing being like I had a feeling we'd end up the original plan and here we are but um yeah whatever works <laughs> whatever works babe yeah and you know i think that that's on receiving um not everybody feels comfortable receiving love in the same way like some families don't say i love you aren't affectionate no it's really based on both upbringing but also you know that's a nature versus nurture debate but People have different ways that they are comfortable not only showing love, but also receiving it. Um, and it goes the same with like, it's kind of a practice, right? It's kind of, especially even like, you know, bragging can be a great practice if you are used to being really self-deprecating, like just being comfortable bragging about yourself. Um, but yeah, I think that there's an important distinction here between love and relationships because I think that there can be real love even if a relationship doesn't fit, even if there's a mismatch between, hey, this isn't going to work relationally, but you can still love someone unconditionally. And I think that people really misunderstand when I say that I still have love for my ex because of course I do. Because to love someone to me means that I care about them and I believe in them. And I really do believe in unconditional love. Um, but relationships are deeply conditional. Um, you know, love is very powerful, but it's not going to be able to help you through a conflict. It's not going to be able to make life plans with you. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I pray for everyone that I've always, that I've ever loved because I will always love them because I think that love is so abundant and there's so much love in this universe and there's no limit to how much, you know, it's like a mother has another child and it's like not like they have less love for the first child. It's like they just have more love and people can always carry more and more and more love. And that goes both for your friends. You make a new friend, you have more love. And, you know, sometimes friendships end and then you make new friends. And it's similar with relationships. Um, 
but who your intimate partner with is just such an important choice because you spend your entire life with them. I think it's for me, it's more like nostalgia. Like I think it's part of the journey and like, we're only here for a limited amount of time and any person that you're like close with and experience, like especially formative years, there is a, just like appreciation and respect and just part of your story. Um, but I think long-term it's really about like companionship and spending, um, and yeah, just like fit overall, like just like being able to really enjoy your time together, like every day, you know, um, and have it just really flow. Um, but yeah, I'd like to just give some examples of, especially around Valentine's day, what love you know, is not love is not keeping score or doing something nice only to earn leverage over someone, um, you know, doing something loving and then expecting you to meet their subsequent demand. Those are not love. Definitely not. <laughs> what is love? Mm. I think that love is appreciation adoration, really having someone's best interest and like having pure intentions towards them. And, you know, it's they, they, people say like, there's some quote around, you know, surround yourself with people who will like bring up your name in a room of opportunities or, you know, yeah. just someone that you always say nice, you only have positive blessings towards um and of course there are times where you can love someone and not necessarily agree with something they do or have a conflict with but i don't know i just think that love is kind of the energy that connects all of us it is that like pulse it's like the it's our heartbeat of that's in us in the universe how would you define love leash um, I feel like it's a really high frequency that like once you reach it, you got to transcend all the bullshit and it's all about, I think like you said, being part of one and like genuinely celebrating with others and feeling like a closeness and like feeling connected to someone, um, and it takes many forms, but when I think of like the people I really love, I think of like conversations I never want to end or like laughing so hard that like, I, like I can't breathe. Um, yeah. Or just like the best memories, like just doing nothing, like having a glass of wine and just catching up. Yeah. And thus like relationships are what make your life beautiful. They color your everyday moments and it's important to surround yourself with love. And I've made a conscious effort in the past couple of years to really build platonic love. And I've put tenfold more effort into building platonic relationships and platonic love with my friends um, than I have even romantic relationships because, you know, um, I wasn't in a place to pick a new partner to spend my whole life with, but I wanted to be with humans who really like fed my soul and who nourished my life. Um, and I think I spent a lot of my early adult years pushing people away 
and isolating myself um, for, you know, a handful of, of, of reasons. But the, yeah, the platonic love is is so important and helps you tap into that frequency. I love the way you described that, Alicia. Thanks. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Peace and love, man. Um, but you have to, to really appreciate love. You also have to have like been through some shit, Brie, and you've 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 been through some shit. Um, and and it's like you know, hot with cold, love with pain mm. or sorrow, loss with life. Like it's all the beautiful balance of like what makes us human, um, and it's all part of the journey. That really yeah. like makes that longing for love, that appreciation for love, that cultivation of love that you've like formulated into a practice and made like such a part of your essence now had you not gone through that tumultuous relationship you wouldn't be where you are right now and you wouldn't have um just like such a focus and like a respect of it and so yeah definitely i mean i've i've learned so much and i wouldn't you know I wouldn't undo any moment of my life or any relationship. Um, and I definitely think that love has kind of become like my religion. It's an everyday practice where I always try to attune myself back to love. And I actually, I, I deleted all dating apps recently, um, maybe like two or three weeks ago, because I realized that I was opening them and I would shift into anger and frustration and I think that's something where noticing where you feel resistance to being open to love is really important. And it's funny because like, oh, I'm going on the dating app. I'm opening myself to love. It's like, actually, I'm not in the frequency of love. Like I, this experience right now is putting me energetically into a negative place. And so I deleted them and I was like, I am better off not putting my energy towards those but cultivating the energy of love in myself and then maybe in the next week or two I get back on or I try something new maybe I call a matchmaker maybe I just go out into the world in that vibration of love and be open to it and meet people in the real world I don't know I don't really have a plan but I do know that there is definitely I mean dating apps are like really brutal take a lot of your attention so it's really um there's a lot of different people's energies in there and it's a lot of different intentions, a lot of kind it's of really hard, especially in the city. It's, it's really hard and it's exhausting. And so I found myself, obviously, obviously I'm like matching with people and maybe they were the love of my life. Who knows? But I would just, they would text me like, Hey, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like fuck in my head. I'm like, fuck you. Go away. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got to get off here. I'm burnt out. <laughs> I used to do that all the time when I was on the apps. I would like download them, go on like one date. It would like not be a good date and I'd delete everything and like revolt for a few weeks. And then I'd like have a couple glasses of wine with my girlfriends and I'd be like, download it. I'd be like, only if you do it for me. And then, you know, the cycle would continue. Um, Yeah, I wish there was a better way to like meet people organically. It's like, uh, and I think it's hard for guys too. Um, I was listening to this one, I think it was uh, Max Lugavere's podcast about just like how hard it is to, for guys especially to like walk up to girls at a bars now nowadays because everyone just thinks like they're everyone's like afraid of being perceived as like a creep 
And then everyone's on their phones, on these freaking apps. And so it just, it further deters the average normal person from walking up to like a group of girls and introducing themselves or whatever. Um, It's a major problem. But all I can say is my experience getting back to the like frequency thing uh, that I mentioned for love is the greatest loves that I've had in my life have been when I a wasn't looking for them, like B was just having like the most fun was like focusing on my love of my girlfriends and planning fun trips and loving myself and taking really good care of myself. And you almost like get on this frequency of just like, I don't know. It's just this like vibe where you're like exuding positive energy, exuding confidence not really worrying about dating. Usually, in my experience and from what I've heard from a lot of my girlfriends, um, that's when people just walk into your life because um, you're like glowing and you're giving off these uh, just like really positive um, vibes, vibrations, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And you don't really give a shit. So when someone comes up to you, you're not like nervous being like, oh, like I wonder what they think. You're just being like your authentic self. And that's the most beautiful version of yourself there is. And the right person that's going to be like the right love for you is going to be like, wow, that's really fucking cool. Um, So um, yeah, it's like, I think people say it all the time where it's like, it's when you're not looking, but um, that really has been like my experience. Yeah, it's funny because at some level that has been my experience also, but I also haven't necessarily been, I don't know, I think that there's a, been a lot of cultural shifts, especially in this day and age. It's it's funny because when I'm out in the world, I feel like I meet people really naturally, but I also work from home and live in a studio apartment. So I'm not out in the world that often. Yeah, it's um, so hard to so meet people naturally now. It's like, right, it's exactly. easy, easier said than done. Um, but it is true that I think, you meet people when you are most yourself and that's some like a a core value of mine is just constantly cultivating this love more of myself and giving myself permission to be authentic and the parts of me that I hide just trying to like very consciously love all aspects of me more and more to give myself more and more permission to reveal myself because the more you allow yourself to be open and be out there and show parts of yourself that might be scary the more likely you are to attract the people that resonate with you and that whether that's romantic or friendships or opportunities and so i I think that that's to the pod Listeners to the pod, people who want to hear us talk about this, it's that's the kind of thing is, you know, it's it's scary to put yourself out there in dating. It's scary to put yourself out there in life. Um, yeah. But the more you show who you are and love that, the more likely you are to receive it. Um, and so we hope people love this pod and this pod is an act of love and it's us loving on whoever is listening because – we're trying to share it, share that, share that frequency. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review, follow us, or share it with a friend. Have a great day, and remember, you make the rules.